in life winning and losing will both happen but what is never acceptable is quitting when you feel that you're alone in this journey you really are not alone there are countless warriors who have gone through a similar journey like what you are going through today they have felt the immense pain that you are experiencing but in the end they have all healed themselves from cancer some talk about their own journey as you are listening to this right now while some have defeated pain forever but in the end they all have defeated cancer learn from them get inspired from their cancer healing journeys listen to our very own cancer warriors in this show brought to you by zenonkor.io and love heals cancer Good morning, everyone. I'm Dimple Parmar, uh, co-founder and CEO of Love Heals Cancer and Zenonkor.io. So today we have uh, Nasreen with us. Um, she is a cancer conqueror. So as a part of our cancer healing journey, uh, she is our esteemed guest for this week. So uh, thank you so much, Nasreenji, for uh, to give your time on this day. And uh, please, uh, I would request you to share your introduction. Uh, hi dimple this is nasreen hashmi here and i am a cancer survivor and it is a great pleasure that i am part of this uh, thing which you are doing in whatever way and uh, hope that you know i can be of some use to the people uh, who are suffering from this disease thank you so much so nasreen can you please uh, share about uh, your journey when uh, you were diagnosed so when was it diagnosed what type of cancer and how your family uh, took the initial shock of diagnosis and planned your entire journey sure uh, dimple i would just go a little back on how it all started because it is very important for people to know that you know you know uh, what could lead to you know and uh, how we could uh, cut cut it short you know because my uh, uh thing just got extended because of my ignorance so i want to share this uh, part also so please bear with me uh i actually it started it all started with a tooth infection you know i was not able to eat anything spicy and my gums were bleeding now i thought that this is a very very uh, minor dental issue which i kept on delaying it for no reason i said i'll go i'll go and i just didn't go to the doctor to the dentist but uh, one day uh, some pus showed up on my gums and that is the time when i realized okay now it's the time i cannot delay it any further because i saw something till i didn't see anything i was just delaying it you know but when i saw some white pus on my gums i felt like i should go to the dentist so i went to the dentist and um, he had a look at my uh, you know uh, gums and uh, he is like uh, this looks like a trauma maybe a toothpick or something that you have used has caused this injury so i was like uh, okay now what is the uh, way forward so he is like we'll do a minor surgery of your gums we'll clean the pus and we'll stitch it back so i was uh, like okay but i was supposed to travel uh, in a week's time to us uh, to my brother's uh, place 
so i said uh, will will i be able to recover in a week's time because i need to travel with two kids and a uh, uh, ailing mother so and alone that also so he said no it is not possible that you will recover completely in a week's time so i said can i delay this uh, minor surgery he's like yeah it is absolutely okay you come back from us and then we will do it by that time you have medicines so i said okay great so the doctor also didn't realize at that point of time and i took the medicines i left for us i came back from us after two months okay. now in that two months things got really bad there yeah. but i because the doctor told me that it is a tooth infection uh, which is a trauma i kept on having medicines i was bearing all the pain there but i didn't utter a word to my brothers that i i need to see a doctor if i would have gone to the doctor there maybe things would have been different but anyways i came back and immediately i went to see the dentist when he saw it again the way it had rapidly increased mm. he is like oh this looks different so i said what different he's like i think we will have to go for a biopsy you do one thing you come back i had gone alone so yeah. he said you come back with your husband and we'll do your biopsy come with someone at least you know don't come alone i said see i have delayed it anyways for two months now now going back and coming with someone i don't want to delay it any further not even a single day if it is biopsy do it right away okay so he's like are you sure i said yeah i'm very sure so he did my biopsy i was alone he whatever he did he said you come back after a week we will have your results in by that time i was very very positive at that point of time that it is just for precautionary measure he's checking it there is nothing as such you know i was so completely sure that you know it this it cannot biopsy of course the bell ring that biopsy means it has to be cancer but it's not possible because i don't have tobacco i don't have uh, good car and uh, i i occasionally would uh, you know with friends do hookah but that was so occasional like you know not even like once in three months so i don't think that it is possible that something like this would happen to me mm. and i went home and after a week's time i remember the date it was 13th july and it was a friday and uh, i went to the doctor i picked my daughter from the school and i went to the doctor again thinking that the reports would be normal i didn't take anybody else with me you know i didn't take my husband or anybody i was so confident that you know i just walked into the uh, uh, clinic and you know like uh, let me i was like very happy my daughter was here and we were like very playful after school you know how kids are very excited so uh, the doctor was in his cabin and uh, he called me in and he saw my daughter and his instant reaction was oh you have such a small daughter no without even he telling me the result i understood that what he meant and i i knew i said doctor is it is it like yes i said i realized you know the moment you told me that uh, you have such a small daughter i realized that this is the case he said don't worry i'm here i'll help you out and you know in whatever way you want any guidance and stuff so i was like okay now this has happened and now we need to take care of it i was alone with my daughter and i had to be strong at that point of time 
now uh, dimple you know what i have been working with insurance for almost 15 years so mediclaim so i have come across many patients of different ailments especially cancer so and i know what goes around and how things are and you know what patients go through and stuff so i was a little mentally i don't know uh, what happened to me at the point of time but i was very very you know stable and very calm and composed when i heard this so from the time from the clinic to the to my house you know i had figured it out everything in my mind what i have to do where i have to go which doctor i have to approach and that obviously helped because i had that kind of knowledge of the industry so by the time i reached home in 15 minutes time i had figured out everything i knew that okay if it is cancer it is mouth cancer i'll have to go for the surgery then i will have i know that i have to see the the best doctor in town that was dr sultan pradhan and how and what everything was figured out in my mind before i reached home now it came to breaking the news with my family in my family i have uh, my mother who stays with me and uh, i have my husband is there and i have two small kids not too small but uh, uh, two small kids <laughs> so one is 13 <laughs> one is 13 and one is 6 uh, years old so now obviously uh, we didn't want to break the news to the kids and my mom because my mom is really old and i really didn't want her to be worried at stuff at this point of time so i came home i informed a few friends of mine and i uh, my husband was leaving for some work so i don't know i he met me at the gate and i was like uh, where are you going he's like i'm going out for some work i'll come back in the evening i said is it important that you should go today he is like uh, yeah it is important i said great you go and when you come back i'll tell you something so he said okay fine and he had forgotten totally that i was going to collect my biopsy report and stuff and he left for his work i came home i don't know halfway he realized that oh she had gone for a biopsy report he left his work he came back home and he's like what is the result so i shared the news with him that this is the case he's like okay immediate response was don't worry nothing is going to happen you are not going to worry about anything i said i am not worrying but you don't worry because i don't worry i know you worry a lot so we both were like uh, on the same page you know as far as how we have to deal uh, with this kind of a situation uh, he is like we have two kids we have to pull up a good show we know it's going to come you're going to come clean in this and i really don't want to take stress and i don't want you to take any stress of this we will figure out everything don't worry so i shared with him that see this is the doctor i want to go to this is the only doctor i want to go to and i want to get my treatment from this doctor and uh, he's like fine immediately we called the doctor we took an appointment so they uh, told me to come after 15 days i said i can't wait for 15 days sorry sorry got disconnected no yeah. yeah so where were we uh you were saying that 15 days your husband got to know about it and then 
Yeah, so I, uh, the doctor gave me an appointment for 50, after 15 days. I said, I can't wait uh, for 15 days. You know, I can't even wait for a day. So they suggested that, why don't you come and you wait till the doctor gets free and then you can just get in. I said, fine, that works for me. So we went at 4 o'clock to the doctor and uh, at night, 12 o'clock, I, the doctor saw me. 12, 12.30, I think so. We waited for so long to to meet him. But I was like, okay. And uh, so the, what was very traumatic was, you know, uh, that uh, we were sitting at that clinic for five hours and we were observing each and every patient because Dr. Swalpan Pradhan is a very uh, uh, famous doctor for head and neck. Wow. Right. So all the patients who were uh, there were mostly of mouth cancer. And uh, it was very traumatic to see each and every one, especially, you know, I kept on observing everybody's faces, everybody's stitches, you know, how deformed their faces are. And then we have this Google, Google Shri. So I Googled a lot of stuff and that that scared me to a certain extent, you know, by seeing all those deformed faces, like, you know, I might, you know, be one of them very soon. And that was the, the scariest uh, part of this whole journey, you know, where I would have to deal with this. But I said, it's okay. I think if I am saved with this, I will live with this face. It's okay. I think what is more important is to survive. So my husband is like, don't worry, it, it's not going to be that bad and stuff, you know. Like usually, you know, people want to tell. And I have to mention my friends, every time I went to the doctor, my friends were there, my husband was there, everybody accompanied me everywhere, you know. And they have always been there as a big support, speaking to the doctor. And everything was very transparent. It's, it was not that, you know, uh, anything was hidden from me or, you know, whatever. Everything was very transparent. And that helped me deal with it more better, you know. Because that uh, fear of, you know, what are they hiding from me is more scary. So it, it was very good that they, we all had a very transparent uh, uh, thing, you know, where whatever the doctor told them, they told me and, you know, whatever I felt, I told them. And it was very, very open and very understanding kind of a situation. So I think my family dealt with it in a very, very positive way. And uh, we broke the news to my mother after my surgery because I would be away uh, from the, you know, uh, at, away from home. And I didn't want her to, you know, at that point of time, feel like, you know, um, and uh, that feel anxiety or something like that because she's already bedridden and I didn't want her to go through any kind of stress when I am not around. So once I came back from the hospital, I had told her that I'm going to the hospital for a dental surgery. And once I came back, I broke the news to her. And she was the only one who was a little, you know, uh, obviously she's a mother and was very difficult. She's on bed from last six years and she was the only one who was like, you know, why did this happen to you? I said, this is the only question I'm not asking myself, that why this happened to me? 
because when all good things were happening to me in my life my 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 life i never asked that question to myself that why is this happening to me then why should i question god today that you know this is happening to me it is happening to me it is a test and i know that i'm going to come out with flying colors and all i need is your support and i know you will give that to me because it's very important so she also understood and uh, you know we took it forward that way so we are a very good uh, positive family i have all my life practiced uh, positive uh, energy and positive attitude and you know whatever i think uh, when i think positive it goes to the universe you know the secret the book i have read that book so i used to practice that a lot in my life and at this point of time i said why not you know do it right now when i, I can apply it in my life i have to do it 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 was not easy it's not that you know it just came instantly when it comes to your health the first things that come to your mind is all negative that what if i will not survive what will happen to my kids and you know all that stuff i have gone through all that uh, kind of thoughts but i fought back and i said i will not let these negative thoughts control me and i i pushed myself i really pushed myself to think positive that yes i will come out out of this and i am the only one who is going to help myself come out of this everybody is going to support me but i am the only one who if i think positive i will come out of it you know with flying colors so this thought really helped me you know fight uh, it in a very very positive way wow. so this was uh, the answer to your question mm-hmm. uh, Very really, um, amazing to know that you had wonderful uh, family support, and uh, usually people take the the initial diagnosis as a trauma because uh, we really don't know what's going to happen, how we are going to um, you know do certain things, which doctor, which hospital, how we are going to afford it, and many other questions which comes to our mind. Like should we opinion? Should we also try other things in parallel? In your case. Uh, it's a you're fortunate that you have wonderful family support and you are in the insurance field so you know a couple of things how it works here so uh, really happy uh, happy to know mm-hmm. uh, so your uh, treatment started uh, how did you cope up with the treatment and were there any side effects or any challenges which you faced uh till my surgery everything was fine like you know we went to the hospital we got the surgery done we were back now uh, in my surgery i my upper uh, teeth like from year to year all teeth have been removed and my hard palate has been removed okay okay and uh, i i just want to share one episode uh since uh, we uh, you know spoke about the deformation of the face so my friend my friends knew that you know i'm most worried about this aspect of the surgery so i remember that uh, after my surgery my friend i was still in my uh, you know uh, that uh, anesthesia and uh, my friend comes running to me and she's waking me up and is like face is okay face is okay don't worry face is okay i said like okay <laughs> thank you that face is okay and i just slept i don't know i just uh, still register that you know she came and she's like don't worry face is okay he has done very less you know he's tried to not do any damage to the face right as like great so uh, coming back to your uh, question uh, the surgery surgery uh, happened and uh, then the struggle started now uh, 
for a week's time he told me to recover from this whole thing and then come back and see him so the stitches and everything we are done now obviously after the surgery the first uh, and the most important uh, part was food how do we go ahead with the food part right. so while i was in the hospital i was given pumpkin soup milk with protein powder and all that stuff and i realized now my journey has started now is the real time where i have to deal with this aspect i am a foodie by nature mm. i love food a lot okay and uh, now i am with pumpkin soup milk and all juices and slowly and steadily in my mind i started preparing myself that okay now this is going to be the new normal and we uh, discharge from the hospital then the doctor suggested that we go for radiation and till that time uh, i had started i started uh, with uh, liquids juices soups and uh, no no not even semi solid food because right. i just couldn't have it right and uh, my neck also uh, they have done surgery on my neck also so uh, swallowing is also difficult so i couldn't have morsels or stuff right. now uh, yeah then uh, this went on and my radiation went on things became very very difficult during the radiation because nausea and you know uh, so uh, the whole uh, sores and all that stuff uh, was there and you know my skin had turned dark i had become so weak i could barely walk to the washroom even if i had to go to the radiation somebody had to hold me and take me fortunately i didn't have to go for uh, chemotherapy doctor is not suggesting chemotherapy uh, nowadays to all the patients so i was saved with that but um, uh, i had gone through 60 radiations in the span of one and a half month that was every day except for sundays so that was a little difficult part uh, because even the juices and soups were becoming difficult for me to have yeah yeah and whatever i was having i used to just puke and you know even a slight smell of some baghar was difficult you know right. so all those uh, things were there and i every day i used to tell myself only one thing that today is difficult tomorrow is going to be easy wow. so every day every day i used to tell that this is a phase it is going to pass this is a phase it's going to pass it's just going to be okay it's just a matter of a month you know so i should take each day as it comes and it became much easier for me to deal with it then yeah. i used to oh kal ka shayad zyada burra tha aaj to thoda better lag raha hai so yeah. every day uh, the things every day things were different you know sorry and uh, this is how i dealt with my radiation uh, part yeah. after my radiation was over uh, the doctor had called me uh, for his consultation after 3 months right so for the 3 months i continued having juices and soups so totally 5 to 6 months i was on juices and soups i lost 40 kgs during that time and uh, then i went to the uh, doctor for consultation and then he declared that i am 
cancer free wow. so it was a great relief i think it was just a, a journey of four four and a half months actually to see where you know my uh, cancer journey was over so at that point of time when i realized which year sorry which year and month 2018 yeah it started in july and uh, in january he told me that i'm cancer free Okay. and fortunately it was my birthday month so we had a nice small celebration at home so now comes the the most important struggle is for oral cancer people is food yeah right so when i went to the doctor uh, we keep on talking with the patients because there are long waiting hours and everybody is going through the same uh, journey so we just keep on talking to people so there was this old man who had a surgery of a similar kind and uh, i was like uh, because i was struggling with food a lot i i knew one thing in my head that i am not, i can't continue with this kind of food i may not die of cancer but i may die of you know having such sick food i i just couldn't bear the thought that i will have to have this all my life so he told me that you can have anything and everything you want I said how? He's like simple hai. Mixer me dalo, dal, chawal, roti, piso or khao. I was with that. The thought itself was so scary for me. I I was so depressed at that point of time. I just kept on telling my husband, I can't keep going this. I can't have this food. I just can't. Right. And he he's like, don't worry. We'll figure out something. Don't worry. I that was the biggest worry of my you know journey food I just couldn't live with that thought that I have to eat this kind of food all my life then we uh, we had to get our dentures done my my clip right. so we went to our uh, dentist and he is uh, he gave me a small advice he told me one thing that if you eat that kind of food you will have to eat that kind of food all your life because then you will accustom your system to have that kind of food right you try to eat whatever you want to eat break it down and eat but eat start with semi solid then start having solid foods right. it will be difficult you may not like the taste but try mm-hmm. i took his advice very seriously because that is what i wanted to do you know so I said, okay, it is someone who's telling me that I can, because everywhere where I went, all the doctors they are like, uh, have liquid food, have semi-solid food, churn it and have it. So this doctor told me, you have whatever you want to. Immediately, I went from his clinic, niche, ordered for a pani puri with mitha pani, of course, and broke down the puri and had pani puri. Okay, I had dahi puri. it was difficult but i had then i realized okay it's not difficult i can have it then my journey started with the food then i started experimenting with food i knew one thing i can't have spices i can't have red chili i can't have green chilies but rest all i can have i started experimenting with other spices i experimented with black pepper garam masala and all that stuff so whatever i could adjust and have i had so today after 2 years of my journey i can have each and every item each and every food i want to have oh. without any spice now 
I mean, my family is very cooperative and they all have started eating without spice. <laughs> but I can have non-veg, I can have uh, pizza, I can have burger, I can have pasta, I can have anything I want, whatever I love, I can have it. Okay. Only because I tried, you know, many people don't even try, don't attempt. Mm-hmm. So it's not difficult, you know. You can try and you can you can manage. Right. I feel. Yeah. So I have. I I feel it is a very very big uh, task by which I've accomplished by you know not listening to other patients and you know having that churned food because I was not ready to accept that situation. So I fought that situation and I am now able to eat everything I can. Even if I go to a restaurant, I can have food there, obviously without spice. I figured out where I can have you know non-spicy food and stuff like I can have hummus I can have a white pasta I can have a margarita pizza so even you know that family outings can you know be turned otherwise it would be difficult if we are going out for a vacation where will I hunt for my uh, semi-liquid food and churned food it becomes so difficult so now like I have adjusted to this whole situation and I think uh, this is yeah so don't give up on anything I feel you know you should try and there will be trial there will be errors there will be difficulties but you will be able to manage I feel absolutely so when you uh, broke this news to your children I'm sure I mean they are very small they are young so how did they uh, take this news and uh, and the changes which was going on with your face and your lifestyle and then meeting doctors, hospital surgery, recovery and all of it. So because they are very young, so how did they cope up with that? Right, right. See, giving a little background, my 13-year-old child is on his own. He is just too busy with his own stuff. He's a teenager. So I didn't have any issue there. Obviously, we broke the news to him. My younger daughter still doesn't know because uh, she wouldn't understand we just told her that mama is not well. Yeah. Now this girl is on my, on me all the time. Mother, she wouldn't leave me even for a second. She was four at that time, five, five at that time. And uh, so I was more worried about, you know, how she will cope up because I'm going through the struggle and I'm dealing with the stuff. And then if she is on me all the time, how will I get some breathing space? Right. But my husband spoke with, uh, I think her and uh, told her that mama is not well so we're not going to bother her and she started seeing the changes in me and how you know I am on the bed all the time and you know I don't have that energy to do anything with her and I don't know what happened and she just understood and she started clinging to my husband instead of me she she needed someone so she shifted her focus to my husband because my husband was also available he had taken a break from his work so he was managing her quite well and she phased out from me for that point like for four or five months she shifted her focus to her father and now she's back to me (laughs) so yeah I think they were quite understanding and really didn't bother me much you know both the kids they've been really sweet wow okay great Mm. Uh, what about your office so you took a sabbatical or uh, to recover from this or uh, any challenges you faced on that front 
no i have i have uh, been at home from a very long time now so i was not working i used to work before uh, my first child uh, was born and then after that i left my job for the kids okay so it. there was no yeah no issue with that any any particular uh, you know thing which you think that you know helped me a lot and if this thing would have not been there it would have you know uh, helped you in your journey so i'm sure i mean you have great family support you had good guidance from the doctor uh, and you talked about the challenges with the food majorly so mm. any other uh, thing you think that i wish i had that support or i had that thing with me See, by God's grace, everything just fell in place. But uh, definitely, uh, I feel that uh, everybody. I am from an insurance background, and the biggest blunder which I have done in my life is not taking insurance for myself. So I wish that if I had insurance, that ten, twelve lakhs, whatever we spent on my uh, treatment, would have because we are, you know, not very rich people. we we are manageable and sustainable like we earn and we have a lifestyle and stuff we are like a little upper middle class kind of people but we don't have that kind of money handy with us for you know a treatment right. but with god's grace i don't know somehow the money just happened but i really wish that if i had insurance i it would have been really helpful for me you know definitely in this journey because that is a big hole in the very small pocket right 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 and uh, what is the message which you want to give to other patients who are going through the similar journey as yours i think you should not take your health lightly mm-hmm. you now that you are going through this journey and uh, ahead of this everything and anything needs to be taken care of immediately don't delay have a positive attitude towards this thing because this is going to pass this is not going to stay forever we have to realize that you know that the situation may be bad but life is not bad life is good and this will pass mm-hmm. simple this is my uh, you know uh, this is what i really and strongly feel about uh, anything in life not only cancer but uh, now that we are in this situation yeah this will pass it's not going to stay forever right 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 beautiful very uh, beautifully you said that and um, when you were taking this of course treatment had side effects and many other things so apart from the medical treatment is there any other thing maybe like uh, spending time with yourself or writing or reading or meditation or yoga or some pranayam or breathing exercise or anything like that helped you during that or you did that any mindfulness activities which you did for yourself i didn't do anything <laughs> i used to listen to a lot of uh, music and lot of uh, quran okay these are the two things i used to yeah uh, do a lot like you know listen to quran and listen to music wow. they both healed me in a way that's wonderful wonderful and uh, i'm sure i'm looking at your journey you never had that fear what if or uh, things go wrong because when you were seeing your other patients who were in the hospital that okay uh, something like this has happened so did you have any second thoughts or any fear about this 
yeah see uh, when i was dealing with the uh, cancer patients that time obviously obviously it was different but when i was diagnosed and when i was seeing other patients in the clinic yeah. that is where the fear seeped in you know right. that oh i am one among them now yeah. and uh, yeah what will happen you know with my uh, main thing was see for every woman it is very important about the appearance and the face and you know and uh, so that was my biggest fear but thankfully the doctor has done a very neat job yeah. and i i had difficulty with my speech in the initial uh, uh, time which i only felt my other people said that it is not that bad it was not that bad but uh, i feel that uh, there is some speech deformant uh, in the initial time but now it is okay right 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 okay mm. and uh, your people have been your uh, no great support to you during this entire journey uh, so what would be your message to the caregivers because i'm sure it's not that easy it's very stressful as well at times so what message you would like to give to other caregivers see i uh, no i are you there yeah, yeah. yeah sorry i think what i need to give a message to the caregiver instead i would give a message to the cancer patients the the message is that you are going through a journey because you have it okay but your caregiver he doesn't have it but he is going through the same journey with you yeah. so be supportive don't throw tantrums i know we are going through a difficult time but be very very supportive of those people because they're going to handle you so don't be fussy about things that i will not have medicines or i will not have this food you try on your own do whatever best you can for yourself right. and because it's very difficult for the caregiver also in my case i was not doing tantrum but i know many cases where you know uh, the patients are very very difficult and you know they are going through their journey i understand that but try to you know see this aspect of the situation also and as far as caregivers are concerned uh, you need to be really patient with uh, the patients and uh, give them all the love no sympathy only love try and understand the situation and just be there for them right right but yeah yeah just be there for them just like a shadow just don't at times if they don't feel like talking don't push them are kya hua kya hua batao nahi nahi batana hi padega aisa wala situation create mat karo give them space give them love and give them the support yeah that's all i feel they should uh, do right right and what has been your most important learning from this journey everything but just passes everything passes nothing stays forever mm. okay so if it's a bad thing that will pass good things will come i feel that uh, this was a test for me and i have come out of it mm. and it's not a big deal frankly speaking don't make it a big deal out of it it's cancer is very very common nowadays and uh, many people are having it and many people are recovering it and they are living a very very normal life after that so don't let this bring you down in any way right yeah okay are ye kya ho gaya mujhe don't feel that way right 
Right. This is what I feel like, you know, uh, we should learn from it. You know, it's absolutely okay. We have got it now. We'll deal with it and we'll come out of it. It's going to be fine. Thank you. Yeah, very, very important. Uh, good things uh, will come. Uh, bad things will uh, pass and then uh, it's just a time. So Exactly. Everything is uh, timing. No, everything is time. Yeah. Right, right. In fact, uh, uh, this this week uh, we are you know we have run a campaign on uh, uh, Kagaj ki smile. So people are drawing a smile on Kagaj and sharing it. You know that uh, because yeah. on this world tobacco day, uh, since you know your cancer was not related to tobacco, but then it is estimated that forty five percent of all cancer cases in males. And 20% of all cancer cases in uh, females are due to use of tobacco. So, uh, and then Gujarat is known as capital of um, uh, cancer due to tobacco. So, we thought, why not spread this awareness towards this issue? And then, uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's really important to uh, take care of yourself and for people who do not have cancer but then they have a few things which might lead to cancer like you know such as tobacco and things like that uh, but then uh, after talking to your sister I mean um, uh, since your sister was not related to tobacco but the cancer was similar to those uh, so but then wonderful message that it's a journey we great support so I think you know family and friends support and the the doctors matter a lot. So definitely, you should just know. I I think I was lucky to be at the right time and the right places. I got the right people. Right. So I was very very fortunate uh, in that way. Wonderful, wonderful. Very happy to know that. So thank you so much, uh, Queen. Uh, thank you so much for your time and sharing your journey with us. Very inspired, and I'm sure it was not easy as you shared in this session so because what it feels to live with that every moment is I can, as a caregiver I can totally understand so heads off to you and your husband for being there for each other and your two small kids that family to be there for each other during this difficult time and it was a matter of five six months but then today you are right beautifully and strongly so thank you so much uh, for your thank you dimple it has been my pleasure thank you so much bye bye